We need to set the example and show people how Christ loved through us. Another thing is through conduct. Conduct is actually kind of like the manner of life. It's what we do in our life. And we must live our lives for God. We need to do everything for God. And conduct is something that comes straight from your mind. You need to be sober-minded and we need, we need to control our mind. And Romans, 20, Romans 12, 20, 12, 2 says this. It says, Do not be conformed to this age, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, so that you may discern what is the good, the pleasing, and perfect will of God. We need to tell ourselves that we need to separate ourselves from things that are ungodly. Um, earthly things do not matter. Um, technology doesn't really matter in, in life. We need to separate ourselves that get us away from God. If there's a group of people that are making us not be as good as Christians, we need to separate ourselves from them. But at the same time, we need to set the example for them. We need to show them what, exactly what we are, what Christians are. And we need to show them that, hey, we are the light in this world of darkness. But... We need to not act like them. We don't need to conform. We need to just shine. And a verse that goes along with this is 1 Peter 2.12. Conduct yourselves honorably among the Gentiles so that in case where they speak against you as those who do what is evil, they will, by observing your good works, glorify the God in the day of visitation. Your good conduct can help save people, which is something that can really hit you hard. Just think, by one, your one good conduct, you could save somebody. Another part of this verse is in love. We must love God before anything else. God is love. And this is shown in First John 4:16, And we have come to know and believe that, love, that the love God has for us, God is love, and the one who remains in love remains in God, and God remains in him. We have to love God before we love anybody else. We cannot love anybody else before we love God. And I know ever since I was little, I've heard this over and over again. You need to love your neighbor as yourself. Love your neighbor as yourself. Which, I mean, everybody's like, I've already heard that verse before, and and I already do that. But honestly think, to myself, honestly think myself, like, do we actually love the person sitting next to us as we love ourselves? Do we? A lot of the time I find myself struggling with this. There's people that are hard to love. And everybody has that. Everybody has that one person that it's like you can't love like yourself. But we need to do that. It's something I struggle with and everybody struggles with it because nobody's perfect. But it's something we could all work on. Another point in this is faith. You need to have diligent faith in and do God's will and please Him. Have faith in God no matter what you do. Faith is the one thing that will get you through this life. This life, this time on earth it can be hard. We need to have faith in God. And your victory in this world is through your faith in Jesus. And this is shown in 1 John 4-5. through 5. Um, For everyone born of God overcomes the world. This victory has the that has overcome the world, even our faith. Who, who is it that overcomes the world? Only the one who believes that Jesus is the Son of God. We 
faith is so amazing, and it's something I'm having to do today because I'm so nervous, but it's, it's just something we have to have. It's, it's what will get you through your everyday life. If you're going through hard times, have faith in the Lord. The last point in this um, verse is impurity. Um, this could go a long way. Alcohol, drugs, sexual immorality, that's, that's what you commonly think of. But it could also mean truth. Have purity and truth. Truth. Stay pure to the truth. The truth is pure and keep it pure. And if, if people see us every day going out and, I don't know, going to the bar or going somewhere or going to a party, people are, people are going to see again. They're gonna, everything we do in this life, people are going to see. They're going to notice. And we need to just overcome peer pressure and overcome all these things that will get us away from God and just be pure, try to be as pure as we can. And I know that it's, it's hard to do, but if we just set goals for ourselves, it will work. A big question is, where can you set an example at? There's, there's many places you can. You can, first of all, at home. You can set example for your children, your family, anybody who you live with that doesn't believe. You can, you can set an example for them by just sharing the word and being kind or anything like that. At work. I know work can be, I don't really have a job, but <laughs> what I've seen is work can be stressful. So, <laughs> I guess it's stressful. So, when work is stressful and you're having a bad day, instead of chewing your coworker out, just, I don't know, ask them if they want to go to lunch, and maybe you could disciple them there. Um, another place is school. And uh, Trenton and I were talking about this the other day, about how our school is, our school's pretty corrupt. Like, you walk down the hall and you see a lot of stuff you don't want to see. You hear a lot of stuff you don't want to see. You see a lot of writing on the walls you don't want to see. And we're, we're in this club called um, Youth for Christ. And, and that's one of our goals is to try to turn around our school. We, don't, we have about, I don't know, like 600 kids in our school, but there's only about 50 of us in this club. And um, Ryan Roper the other day, he's our leader, and he was saying, let's next year, let's try to have 200, 300 kids in this club, at least half of our school in this club. And we can do this by just this verse right here, just by setting the example and showing people, hey, come join our club. We, we have a lot of stuff you might want to hear, and we can just show it by if, if the new girl comes in here and she's lost, you can find her where to go, or all the freshmen when they're lost, you can show them where to go. Or if somebody drops their books, you can help them up. Or even if somebody's being bullied, just ask them if they're okay. If somebody's crying, ask them if they're okay. Another place we could do it is like going out to eat. Um, Roth and Holly have this thing, and Ryan and Kayla and Megan and Josh and Travis and everybody, they have this thing. Anytime we go out to eat, um, well, go around the table, and you stick your thumbs up, and whoever is the last person to have their thumbs up has to pray. And <laughs> by us praying at the dinner table, wherever we go, people see us pray. Um, the Holloways, I've seen you guys do it, um, just Drop what you're doing and pray. People around you will see, and people respect you. They'll, I've even seen people before, like, bow their head with us. And I, I'm just like, look at that. You're actually showing people what is going on and how you're praying. And another thing is, the other day, um, 
Connie needed help with her um, class on Wednesday night. And she texted me. She's like, hey, could you help me? And I was like, darn it, I have soccer practice. And I was like, well, I have soccer practice, but if you really need help, I can skip it. And she's like, it's all right. You can go to soccer. And I was like, you know, it's pretty crappy. We have practice on a Wednesday night. And I've had practice on Sundays before. And I'm like, you know what? What if we change the world, kind of? And I, I know I'm dream, I dream big, but what if we just changed Harrisburg? And she told me, she's like, while you're there, just set an example of Christ. And I was like, you know what? I, I can do that. And I, was, I go there, and I try and all act all nice. And I know it's hard, but it really works. What if you show people, hey, there's a reason why we shouldn't have practice on Wednesday nights and Sundays. Because... These are the days we need to give to the Lord. But, I mean, every day we need to give to the Lord. But still, these are the nights where we have church and we can go to the Lord. And Jesse made a good point. What if nobody showed up at practice because everybody went to church? And I was like, let's, let's work on that. So that's a goal I got to myself. And this is, that's just one of the many examples of people who have, like, shown me example. This church has been such a great example for me. Um, I used to go to Bankston Fork, and I, I love that church. It was such a little church, but I was the youngest person there. and <laughs> We didn't really have a youth group, but I came. Um, I started dating Travis, and he, he asked me one day if I wanted to come to church here. And I was like, oh, a big church. I'm kind of nervous. So I came here, and it was, it was on a Easter. Yeah, it was a couple of Easter's ago. And um, um, Brent... Let me be in the youth group and kept coming back each Sunday, coming to youth group. And I was practically a member of the youth group. And I was like, you know what? I was like, God, do you want me to switch churches? So finally, after a few months of deciding, um, God finally told me to switch churches. And ever, I've only been here about, about a year. But God has done so much work in my life just while I've been here. And you guys have been such a good example for me. Like, something that I get to do is... I get to go to Nicaragua in May, and um, by last year, I didn't get to go with the youth group last year, but I, I realized why I didn't get to go, because um, last year, I think it was more of, I was nervous, I, I was not nervous, sorry, I'm nervous now, <laughs> last year, I, it was more of, everybody else is going, why don't, why don't I just go, the whole youth group's going, why don't I just go, so I was like, I prayed about it, and God didn't really, he didn't really tell me much. But then he was, he finally answered my prayer with, no, you're not going to go. So my parents told me, no, you could not go. So I didn't go. But this year, I prayed again because we're go, we were, there was a trip planned to go again. And I was like, God, you know what? I've seen these people come back from Nicaragua. And I've seen people come back from Haiti and Jordan and all kinds of different countries saying, how much they've been changed. And I was like, that's the real reason I need to go. I really need to go because God wants me to go and God wants me to show examples of those children down there and the people down there. And I, now this year I asked my parents, and they're like, yeah, you can go. And I'm like, it's a God thing. <laughs> but, but now I see that by showing me the example that of you guys have been changed, I am now able to go down there and show them love. And... Uh, um, 
a verse that goes along with letting the people while I'm down there is, and if anyone gives a cup of cold water to one of the little ones because he is my disciple, I tell you the truth, he will certainly not lost his reward. And I'm so thankful that I get to go down there, and I'm just going to show all my love to the little children. But also, by getting to go down there, I'm showing example to people around here that I know I'm, I'm really nervous about going down there, but I'm going to have faith in, in God, and I'm going to go down there. And my friends at school see that, hey, she's going to take a week out of her summer to go. She's going to take three days out of school and go. And that's just an example you can do. And another place is All-Star. And um, you guys pretty much know All-Star. It's um, basketball and volleyball. And I actually coach a team. They're second and third graders. They're really cute. But the whole program is centered around God. But yesterday at my game, I was was trying to find a way I could incorporate All-Star into my message today. But I finally found the perfect thing. Yesterday, we were playing our game, and this little girl on the other team got hurt. She, like, fell and hurt her knee. Well, I have this one little girl on my team, and she's, she's adorable. And in the middle of the game, the game's still going on. She gets on one knee, and she's praying. And uh, Alicia Nimbo helps me, and I'm like, Alicia, is she tying her shoe or she's praying? I was like, I think she's praying. And then I ask her, I'm like, I'm like, Shauna, what are you doing? She's like, I'm praying for her. She just got hurt. And I'm like, oh, it was like, it was really sweet. And it's just, since the first week, I see these kids moving through Christ, and they're so, they don't want to hurt the other team because they, it's not right, because our, our lesson was about do, others as, do to others as you want them to do to you. And so they don't, they don't want to be aggressive because they don't want that to happen to them because it's in the Bible. And I, it's just, it's so cute, and it's like, wow, Alicia and I have really done this example to them. And at the end of the year, when they have our celebration last year, um, I just helped. I didn't coach a team. And when um, Brant was speaking and Roth and Holly were speaking about, um, like, like the message and what we had learned that year, hands went up everywhere that they wanted to get saved. And that program is just so awesome because it's just showing these little kids the good in life. And it, 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 it's not about basketball, and it's not about that. It's about... Um, it's about God, and they see this. They see this example through each and every one of us. Um, I make them do amen, 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 and clap three times after the thing, and now they all want to do that, and I just hope that they go out in, in their, like at school in the playground. If somebody gets hurt, I hope they all form a huddle and pray for the little girl that's hurt or the little boy that's hurt, and I just really hope that they do that. And another example was the other day um, we were at... We were at home, and we were about to eat, and it was just me, it was just my little sister and I, and she's five, and um, I, was, I like went to go take a bite, and she like she hit the spoon out of my mouth, and I was like, what are you doing? And she's like, you did not pray. <laughs> so, I mean, just by this, it's, it was just like warming to my heart to see, where, hey, I can be an example for these children. I can be an example for anybody, and... Even my friends the other day before the game, I said, hey, can we pray? And they all agreed, and I was like, yes. (laughs) So I'm like, there's places where anywhere we can be an example. And I just ask that every single one of you just try to take the challenge and just one thing in your life, think of one thing that that you can be an example on and strive for that goal. Go to that one thing that you know that 
you can try and just excel at and find one person that you can show example to that you know is not a non-believer because they see. Everybody sees. And God sees. God sees you doing great works. And he works through you. Like today, this is not me. This is God. He's working through me. And he's working through every single one of these youth. We're all stepping out on faith and coming up here. And it's just amazing. And we've had examples from all the, all the older folks. I don't mean to say it like that. <laughs> we've had all examples through everybody. And it's just, it's really heartwarming. me. <laughs> I promise I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> but throughout whatever we do, people will see and God will see. Set an example and show his love throughout all your actions and through your speech, through your conduct, through your love, through your faith, and through purity. You are a Christian and you are believers of God. So we are set at high expectations to do good. So be that light in the world of darkness. And today I just want to pray with you before I finish and I just ask that all you guys just try, try, try to set an example. It's, it may seem difficult, and it's difficult for me even. But we can try our hardest to do this. And it'll work, I promise. Because these little girls, I did not think they were listening to me in All-Star. But apparently they are. So I'm, I'm telling you, people will hear. So please bow with me in a word of prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, I just thank you for this day. I thank you for all these youth just coming out here and stepping out on faith, Lord. I just pray that you will watch over every single one of these people, Lord, through um, whatever they do. And I pray that you just be with them through their week, Lord, and just help them find at least one person that they can show an example to. Lord, I just pray that you keep us all healthy, Lord, through this time of flu and this time of all kinds of sicknesses and Lord, I just pray for that person today that needed to hear this message, Lord, and I pray that you just show them that you are here, Lord, and, and that you are God. And I ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Man, I'm telling you, that didn't hit your heart. Be an example. The reason these kids are up here doing the stuff that they can do is because they saw somebody else leading them, okay? And now they're challenging younger ones. They're challenging us that aren't involved. They're challenging the ones that are in the pew sitting, okay, to get involved, to make a difference. Hey, who created you? God did. Who knows your capabilities? God why can't we be an example? Why can't we step out on faith and say, Hey, God, I'm trusting you to make a difference in my life. And really, that's what these youth are doing. As they're setting an example for you today and leading out and may, trying to make a difference. I'm reminded of a passage of scripture in John 21. Peter just got done denying Christ three times. He was out in a boat fishing. Jesus says, cast your net on the other side. And they pulled in fish. They had a lot of fish. Peter said, man, that guy on the bank told us to do that. He knew exactly who that guy on the bank was. It was Jesus. He dove in the water, came to the bank, and uh, they ate breakfast together. And then Jesus asked him, Peter, do you love me? This is Jesus. He says, yeah, I love you. 
And then he asked him again, Peter, do you love me? He said, yeah, I do. But then Jesus asked a third time and said, Peter, do you love me? Each time Jesus responds, feed my sheep. But this time Peter's a little depressed because he asked to ask a third time. The reason I think he had to ask a third time is because he denied him three times in public, right? How many times do I deny Jesus Christ? How many times do I maybe take for granted that I'm supposed to feed his sheep? That I'm supposed to be the example when I lead out? I need to be an example. A lot of times we get old. We get complacent where we're at in church. We get complacent with our Christian walk. But we don't realize we need to feed his sheep. We need to be the example that we need to be. Amen, folks? And there's one more thing. Peter, after hearing this good news, was going on. And he saw John, the favorite disciple. And he said, Jesus, how about him? After he was told to feed the sheep, he was worried about John and what he was supposed to do. You know, a lot of times I work with young people all the time. I work with people all the time. I might ask Mackenzie to pray. And she's going, what about faith? Why don't you get her? You see, that's our first excuse. We always look at somebody else and say, hey, how about so-and-so? Do you understand? Jesus said, feed my sheep. Be the example to them that I want you to be today. Don't worry about anybody else. And the people that grew up in the youth group, you know, that's my witty principle. It says in the Bible, what is that to you? If I want this guy to remain on earth till I come back, what is that to you? You feed my sheep. Amen? Church, this is what it's all about. I don't know where you find yourself today, but I know this message has hit a chord with me, and I know it came straight out of God's word today. What are you going to do about it? Do you love him? Do you want to serve him? Do you want to walk by faith? It's in your corner. You might be out there today saying, hey, Brent, I don't know this Jesus you're talking about, but he sure is a guy and a guy I like to meet. So, man, if you need to do that today, you have got a lot of these young people you can talk to. You can talk to me and Dwayne. You can come down forward here today. We'll be more than happy to explain it to you today. And we want you to live for him. We want you to be that example. Maybe you're a Christian out here has been walking, and you've lost. You said, man, I got mixed up in the world. I haven't been the kind of example that I need to be in my life. Maybe that's you today. Maybe you need to come down to this altar today and say, hey, I need to get clean with you. I need to start over. And, guys, the cool thing is Peter denied him three times, but yet he still used him as a man. He called him the rock. Okay? He ain't looking for perfection here. He's looking for a heart that wants to be available for him to use. A life to be available for him to use. Amen? That's what it's all about, living this Christian life. None of us is going to be perfect. And so, if you, that's where you are today, come down to this altar this morning. Maybe you say, hey, this church is huge, just like Milena. Saying, hey, but I see where I can plug in. I see where I need to be a part of this church. Come down today. 
We're not going to cast stones at you. We're going to wrap our arms around you and get you put to work doing something for the Lord. Amen? So you just do that today. You guys ready? I took a little longer than usual. All right. If you would stand this morning.